0: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas: abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy es lo que abuela quisiera. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado.
1: And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I am your host Tony Defio and I thank you for joining me. And uh, before I get started with tonight's show, I just wanted to, uh, as always, encourage you to check out our YouTube channel. Where we bring you countless podcasts each and every week, including this show, the Steelers Hangover, uh, Steelers Preview, Steelers Post Game Show, the Scobro Show, Know Your Enemy, um, and then we have our our audio only platform shows. Uh, Let's ride the live mic, the Steelers retro show, the stat geek, and I, I think I got got them all. And also, I forgot about uh, the touchdown under show, which is a uh, now on on uh, YouTube. It's a live show with the uh, the guys from from Australia. So please check those out, and and also check out behind the Steel curtain uh, the website where we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown any kind of transactions that take place, any kind of signings, any kind of firings. We like to say it's your one-stop shop for all your Steelers needs. So, and as you can tell by the, the tone of my voice, it's not going to be a, well, first of all, I want to say hello to everybody in the live chat, Melissa Holmes, Ryan O'Toole, Gyro, uh, all great fans. And thank you for joining me. I hope it's a great show tonight. Um, obviously the the season did not end like we wanted it to and it ended rather uh much quicker than we wanted it to the steelers bowed out of the wild card round of the playoffs last sunday night in Hinesfield. uh 48 37 to the hated cleveland browns so they have the off-season bragging rights now right and uh who knows what other bragging rights they might have if they uh continue to uh in the playoffs. I, I doubt they're going to go much further than they, than, than they did, uh, than the divisional round against the chiefs. That's who, their next opponent. I think the chiefs are probably going to have their way with Cleveland, but then again, I, uh, I thought the Steelers would have their way with Cleveland last week and that didn't turn out so good. And, uh, welcome to some more people in the live chat, uh, Mark Sorrentino, Maria Peralta, Kenneth McNair, Rick Estate, four one two. Thank you for joining me on this uh, Steelers Pittsburgh, Keaton Burson, Black and Gold. Lots of folks in the live chat, so thank you for joining me on this uh, this first podcast of the uh, of 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 mine anyway. Post uh, Steelers season, so. Uh, it, it was a pretty surreal beginning um, to the game. Obviously, you, you go into that game pretty excited. If you're watching on TV, you, you likely weren't at the game because only 2,500 people were allowed to attend. But if you are watching on TV, you're probably pretty pumped, pretty excited. Uh, Steelers won a division. They were 12 and 4. They were playing the Browns, their little brother for many years. And you're, th- you're, you're expecting good things. And before the games, even. Fifteen seconds old. Pittsburgh is losing seven nothing, thanks to a an errant center snap by Marquise Pouncey that went over Ben Roethlisberger's head, and nobody could really get to it in time before all the Browns' defense it seemed uh, pounced on the ball in the end zone, and 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 uh, that was the beginning of a long night. And by the end of the first quarter, it was twenty eight nothing, and 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 people were calling me on the phone by that point. I mean, that's all that's how bad that was the beginning of that game. I mean, who would have, who would have thought that and uh, Pittsburgh tried to make a comeback and and they got to within 12 points late in the third quarter, but it was just, uh, it was too little, too late. Uh, The uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't didn't have a good night. He threw for 501 yards and he tried to get him back into it, but he also threw four interceptions. Uh, The, the, the defense really didn't have a great night. Yeah, they were on their heels in the beginning of the game because of the uh, the turnovers. But even when Pittsburgh got back into it late, the defense really didn't uh, mount much of a uh, a fight at the end to keep that game close. Uh, the, the pass rush was was basically non-existent. The the Browns did a good job rushing the ball. Baker Mayfield had a nice game. So, what can you say? You just got to take your hats off to the Browns. Uh, they they. Again, they have the bragging rights for the off season for, for the entire offseason and 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 uh, looks like they're heading in the right direction as an organization. Same with the Ravens, who also won. They 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 beat Tennessee last uh, Saturday or Sunday. I think it was Sunday. So they're in a divisional round as well. And Pittsburgh, the team that won the division, uh, is at home. So uh, I, I don't I don't know what, what to what to say about, about the Steelers at this point. I mean, this is the third straight playoff game that they just got their doors blown off. If you go all the way back to the AFC championship game at the end of the 2016 season against the Patriots, they got blown out at Gillette stadium after going into that game on a nine game winning streak next season. Looks even more promising. They're 13 and three. They just uh, barely missed out on, on the uh, number one seed. It looked like they were robbed of the number one seed. Thanks to, uh, to the loss to the Patriots, uh, some say a a very bad uh, overturn of a touchdown on on Jesse James, but they're the number two seed going against Jacksonville and they, and and they fall behind 21, nothing in the first quarter and try to make a uh, a comeback before falling short. So, uh, and then of course, Sunday night, so it's, it's three in a row. And, and I don't know what, again, I I don't know what more you can say about this team other than, Maybe the time has passed for that. Maybe that that championship window is closed. Um, you know, if you if you look at Ben Roethlisberger uh, at the end of the game, he was crying. Him and Pouncey were were, were commiserating on, on on the bench on the sideline in, in the final moments of that game, and Ben was crying. And 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 you know that's that's the the, the one time in that game that I kind of felt some you know passion or emotion because I. I was kind of numb by the end of the first quarter. I kind of resigned myself to a, to a loss. I mean, when you're losing twenty-eight you, nothing, you have no choice but to resign yourself to that. And then they made the comeback and they fell short. Uh, but by that point, I, I kind of expected them to lose, even when they were making the comeback. I was getting my hopes up, but but I knew it was a it was a tall order, even even down by twelve points heading into the fourth quarter. But seeing Ben crying on on the sidelines, I you know that 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 was uh that was tough to see because I think, you know, he knows that his time is running out and it might be a, his time might be already past. I mean, he, he'll be thirty nine years old in March, um, and he's been trying to get back up there to the to uh, to the top of that mountain, that Super Bowl mountain, for uh, for over a decade now. You know, I mean, he had he had a great run in the beginning of his career. He went to several AFC Championship games, three Super Bowls. They won two Lombardi trophies. I mean, it was a great start. To I mean, you couldn't ask for a better start to a career. And, and and you know, but unfortunately for him, when just when he was coming into his prime, that that Super Bowl team that 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 he was drafted onto, basically, I mean, that that team was missing nothing but a quarterback. That was mid two thousand Steelers. That was a, that was the one ingredient that those teams were always lacking heading into the playoffs. So if you go back to the '90s, even those '90s teams—I mean, they had a lot of great, a lot of great uh, rosters in, in Pittsburgh since the days of uh, since Bill Cowher came on the scene in '92. Lots of uh, great teams, but they—they they were always missing a, a quarterback, and and they came up short a couple of times in, in in the early 2000s. And uh, but. But once once Ben arrived, I mean that was it. They it was uh, it was go time, and 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 they had a a second Super Bowl era. And uh, but again, right when he was reaching his prime, that team just got old. You know, the defense got old. uh, a A lot of the offensive players got old, and they had to rebuild. And, you know, they've been trying for a decade to get back up there again. They've been trying to build a team around Ben, uh, both on offense and and defense. And and, uh, the offense came a lot sooner, uh, thanks to guys like like Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. And they rebuilt the offensive line. Uh, But the defense was never quite there. And but now, you know, when a defense seems to be uh, a lead again, the offense is kind of fall, falling off. So it, it, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's tough to, to, to repeat history when, and recapture that magic. And I think if you look, if you look throughout NFL history, you'll find few examples of, of a team having the kind of run that Pittsburgh did in the 2000s. It kind of bled over into the early 2010s with that, with that 2010 Super Bowl team uh you'll you'll find few teams that that have that kind of uh era and then and then recapture that within you know ten years and i think that's uh that that's that's just the reality of it and 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 I think ben realizes that that maybe he's he just he he just doesn't he can't do it first of all i don't think he can, he can he could he can do it alone anymore like like he could ten fifteen years ago not that he really had to do it alone because he had a great team but he was certainly uh much better athlete back then than he is now and and, and um you know th- to to call on him to 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 carry the team and and and, and put it on on his back and uh, carry it through to through the playoffs at this stage i, I just I, you just you can't expect that anymore so I think that's what that's those are the emotions he was going through at that time i mean again he fought he's been fighting for for over a decade to get back there again and and and, uh coming off of a major elbow surgery and and all the rehab that took place and and um he got himself in maybe the the greatest shape of his since since his uh maybe his mid-20s late 20s i mean he was in fantastic shape and you know, the, 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 season got off to such a promising start 11 and zero, and you're talking about them, you know, possibly, possibly uh, going undefeated and, and, and making history and, and. Uh, tying the dolphins and, and for it, for them to kind of fade down the stretch the way they did. And, and, you know, there was some renewed hope at the end of the year, the way they came back against the Colts and won that game and captured the division, But. Uh looks like it was just it was just Foles Gold uh by then. Uh whatever for whatever reason this team just uh lost it by I'd say around the Dallas game, they, they sort of started to fade uh um fade a bit and and, and um they never really kind of they never recaptured the uh whatever formula that they had at the beginning of the year. They, ne- they it's never quite the same after like the midway point of the season. I think their best stretch ironically enough was that the stretch that everybody was afraid of after they they were um after they had to take an early bye because of the the, the the Titans uh covid outbreak. That that stretch where they they beat up on the Titans and and um came back against the uh the Ravens. That that stretch. I think that was their the, that that two games there. I think that was their best stretch of the year. I think that's when they looked their best, and they, they were never quite the same after that. In my opinion, I mean they they had some moments over the second half, but, but you know it was never quite the same, and 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 they could never find the uh, the answers after after they started to stumble. So I don't know. You, you can point them any number of things. You can point to coaching. Obviously, that's going to be discussed on this show. You could point to Ben's age, maybe the age of the offensive line injuries played a huge factor there's no question you know uh I'm like a lot of people I don't think that I I, I don't believe David DeCastro was ever right all year um uh Pouncey, you know he, he really wasn't really dealing with injuries but he had he had a stint on a COVID list Al Fala Nueva kind of sh- struggled again um of course they had the injuries on defense uh losing Devin Bush and losing Spillane, and of course losing Bud Dupree. I think that was that was huge. I mean, they were they were all huge injuries. But you know, it, it, you know, you could point to that, and maybe you can point to to the the scheduling part of it. You know, the, the lack of a buy. You know, I kind of dismissed that um, as not that big of a deal, and maybe physically it really wasn't. But maybe they believed it was a big deal, and maybe it, you know, being jerked around the way they were. Maybe they took a lot out of them. I mean, I, I have a I have a friend of mine who's a, he's a he's a Patriots fan, big time Patriots fan, but he's a reasonable guy. He's a he's a logical guy, he's a nice guy. And he said I think they were they they, they were too belligerent, you know, meaning the Steelers. They were too vocal about the schedule and 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 and, and what they considered the a miscarriage of justice, the way the way they were they were treated by the league and 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 having games postponed and then rescheduled and then postponed again you know, with the Titans and the Ravens Uh, and, and maybe he was right, but, and, 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 you know, he said he didn't think it was a very good look and maybe it wasn't a good look, but who cares about that? But my point is maybe it was in their head. That was all in their head. And, and this perceived slight by the league and they never quite got over it. You know, so maybe that has something to do with it too. But I do know this was the third straight collapse for them. And there's no question it was a collapse. I mean, when you're 11 and 0, And then you you finish the year twelve and four, and then you get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. That's a collapse. And last year, twenty nineteen, I mean, you know, uh, the way that season, yeah, they were without Ben, but you have the inside. You're eight and five. You have the inside track on the playoffs. (coughs) Excuse me, too much talking, too much whining, I guess, like the Steelers. Anyway, um, you have the inside track on the playoffs and. It looks like you're gonna you're gonna get in as the fifth or sixth seed, which would have been a great, great thing for them to make the playoffs in 2019 and go one and done. I think that would have been a, people would have celebrated that, but then you know they they lost their last three games that year. 2018, I mean, it was just a a perfect storm of of incompetence down the stretch, the way they blew that two and a half game lead, and it seemed like if there was a mistake for them to make, they would they would make it in in late in latent games. So. So it's three years in a row that they that they collapse. I don't know. I don't know what, what what what's going on, but it obviously starts with Mike Tomlin. I mean, he has to be, you know, the buck stop stops with him, and he'll be the first to say that. Um, you know, this was a year that looked like you know people were. It wasn't long ago people were praising Mike Tomlin and praising his his ability to lead them through the um, through this COVID forest. You know, this this unknown. Uh, unprecedented time and and you know people were saying he should have been a coach of the year and now here we are again uh a quick playoff exit and people were saying you know fire tomlin and you know he, he's not the guy for this team and so here we are again it's 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 you know much like the the way they're losing in the playoffs year after year here we are again with the same discussions in the offseason so i don't know i don't know what to. uh Again, I don't know what to make of this team right now. Um, it's certainly at a crossroads. I mean, there's no question um, uh, with, uh, with the make up the of the roster with the with the salary cap um, implications. You know, they I think I read today that they're at this moment they're forty million dollars over the cap, so they have a lot of tough decisions to make. Um, maybe it starts with Ben. I don't know. Maybe it's you know I, I, I heard it on the radio yesterday or day before that. Yeah, there's going to be a big, uh, there'll be a lot of dead money if they if they release him or if he retires. But they'll still will save they'll free up 19 million dollars. So I don't I don't know. Um, I don't, I hate to see him him retire. I hate to see him get released. Uh, but maybe that's why he was crying on the sidelines. Maybe he he knew going into this uh, postseason that that was going to be his last one, win lose or whatever. I guess there's no draw in the playoffs, so win or lose, he was going to go home. He was gonna, he was going to be done. Um, I don't know, but uh, you got to certainly look at a lot of areas of this team. Uh, the offensive, starting with the offensive line. Um, I don't expect felon away, but to be retained, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Pouncey retires. Um, a guy like the Castro, I, I if he's hurt, then. Then that would explain a lot because for him to suddenly fall off the way he did I mean he, he was their best lineman heading into this year and then he just wasn't himself uh all year so if it's injury then I expect him to be okay again next year but maybe he's declined to the point where perhaps it's time to move on from him you know it seemed like only yesterday that he was drafted but it's been it's almost a decade now so he's getting up there and Obviously guys like Juju, I I don't expect him to be back. James Connor. um, Maybe it's time to part ways with, with with players like Joe Hayden. I mean, these are the tough decisions you have to make when, when uh, you know, you're, you're, first of all, your salary cap's trapped. And second of all, you just keep coming up short time and time, like year after year after year, you're, you're either barely missing the playoffs or you're, you're making the playoffs and going one and done. So, at some point, maybe you have to, to to do something different with your organization. I mean, there were rumors earlier in the, in, in the year that Kevin Colbert was, I forget who he was being interviewed, was the Lions uh, to be their GM, but um, then those were refuted. So I don't know if he's coming back or, or if he's going to retire or, or what the deal is. Um, so there are a lot of, a lot of uh, big decisions, uh, a lot of big decisions that, needed, that are going to have to be made with this team over the next few months. And uh, that would be interesting, but not in a great way. I was hoping to be talking. I was hoping I'd be talking about playing. I guess it would have been the Bills. Uh, it would have been sun- Saturday night at eight fifteen. That's that's when the game would have been played. But unfortunately, we were thrust into the off season quicker than we wanted to be. So, on that note, I will uh, say goodbye to this. The first half of this episode of Steelers Friday night, six pack. But if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook, don't go anywhere because I'm right. I'm going to, I'm staying right here. I'm going to keep on rambling and, and ranting about the Steelers. But if you're listening on one of our audio platforms, please download episode or I'm sorry, part two of this episode of Steelers Friday night, six pack anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger
0: emotions through music. Perfect.